Podcast Help Desk, number 40, for February 17th, 2015. The Podcast Help Desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting, help you with the problems you may run into, and when we have a chance, review new gadgets, services, and solutions for podcasters. To keep your podcast running smoothly, it takes some tech. That's what Podcast Help Desk is here for to smooth out the geek speak and put it in more or less plain English. The main audience for this podcast is those who have podcasts and want to tweak the tech to get better sound, a better website, a more reliable feed, or a more streamlined workflow. Also, for podcasting beginners that don't want to make all the mistakes themselves. Here's your host, Mike Dell. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. This is Mike. How's everybody doing this week? Let's see, we've got a little bit of news, not too much. Uh, the Academy of Podcasters Awards are announced for the podcast movement on July 31st of this year. And of course, the Academy of Podcasters Awards is new. And uh, it's going to be quite interesting watching. They're even going to have a Hall of Fame. And this is, these awards are owned by the people behind podcast movement, and I wish them great luck, uh, just like with the uh, People's Choice Podcast Awards, which uh, Todd Cochran started and sold off to a New Media Expo. Uh, there are some growing pains in, in those things. Uh, you know, nobody's happy with the uh, way the winners are, are picked, and you know, so I, I really wish them luck, and I, I hope uh, they've got their flame retardant long underwear on. <laughs> they're going to uh, have a, a little bit of uh, flaming going on, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, looks like a, a pretty neat uh, setup. You can uh, go check them out at academyofpodcasters.com. Link in the show notes, of course. And let's see. Google kills another service. Of course, you did hear about Google killing Google Glass. Well, they're also shutting down Google Helpouts. And that's probably, you've never heard of that, and that's probably why they're shutting it down. And I applied for Helpouts to, uh, you know, do podcast consulting and uh, never heard back from them. So I, I don't know what the deal is there. But uh, myself, along with a lot of other podcast gurus, in quotes, have predicted that FeedBurner might be next. I'm not saying that if you use FeedBurner, you should get off now. All right, yeah, yeah, I am. If you're on FeedBurner, get off now. But if you're not going to take that advice and you don't plan on moving right away, at least have a plan in place for when, and that's not if, when Google kills it. I'm just saying. just ran across a new thing on Facebook. If you've got a Facebook page for your podcast, before now there was no real category for podcasts. And now there is. It's kind of hard to find. So if you, you do have a page for your podcast, you can change your category now. It's actually a subcategory called podcast. Uh, to find it, you create your page or edit your page. And don't worry about what category you put it in because it won't matter when you first create it. But uh, once you do, 
Go into your page where it says category and select edit, then select other as the main category, and podcast is magically there as a subcategory. That's really all there is to it. But uh, I thought it was kind of neat because before you didn't have a podcast category in in Facebook. Not that uh, Facebook's going to gain you a lot of listeners, but uh, hey, every bit helps. There's a podcaster out there that I know who shall remain nameless, who podcasts for free. Yes, of course, he had to buy the microphone and the computer, and I'm guessing he also pays for a connection to the internet, although you could get that free if you want to travel, you know, like Starbucks or whatever, but it's doable. His setup's kind of cool, but he's worried about part of his system. That part is FeedBurner. Yeah, I know we don't talk about that enough. But he uses Blogger for his web page, and he runs three podcasts off of it. The problem is with Blogger, his RSS feed doesn't have all the tags it needs for iTunes and, and all the other uh, podcast directories. And he also stores his files on archive.org. And, you know, you've heard me say that uh, that's really not a great plan, but that's what he does. And it does work to a certain extent, but he uses FeedBurner to add the uh, tags for podcasting, which is what they do, and they still do that okay for now. But uh, he's mostly podcasting for free, and there's really nothing wrong with that other than, you know, it's not for the uh, advanced amateur uh you know, like, that's what this podcast is about. And there's another friend of mine, a new friend of mine, Stan, who podcasts really cheap using Buzzsprout. He's on their $12 a month plan, which allows him to upload three hours of podcasts per month, which is more than enough to cover the show he's doing. Uh, they charge by the hour and not the file sizes. But he uses the Buzzsprout website that is generated for him, so his... his uh, address. Well, here, I'll just put it out here. Uh, his address is cyberdust.buzzsprout.com. And he does a, a podcast about the uh, Cyberdust application. That's uh, Mark Cuban's texting application for people that want the uh, text to disappear into dust, into cyberdust. But uh, he's the number one podcast in his niche. And all of that is from Buzzsprout. And, uh, you know, it's a service that most of us will, you know, kind of poo-poo, including me. And I have other reasons for not using Buzzsprout, but it's working for him. He's not on iTunes, and, you know, he, he uses other methods to uh, promote and distribute his show. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, if that's all you really want to do. Of course, I helped him uh, get another website going uh, a little more traditionally by my standards, and all that, but I guess what I'm trying to say is a lot of us podcast gurus get all wrapped up in how things are doing, you know, how, how you're doing things, you know, you should do it this way and that way and the other way, but it really isn't necessary in all cases. You know, what I teach here, as I said, is for the advanced amateur podcaster or for 
a beginning professional podcaster, somebody that wants to make sure that their system is foolproof and future-proof, and you know, no matter how big it gets, you're not going to have to change a whole lot. It, it's just going to work, and that's what I go for. I, I still think feed burner is a bad idea, as you know, but uh, when you really get down to it, if you make good content, how you uh, get it to your listeners doesn't matter as much. I still uh, advocate owning your own brand and, and all that stuff, but uh, you know, if that kind of stuff isn't important to you, there are other ways of doing it. going to get to the blueberry tip of the week here, and uh, that's about getting support. I'm talking a little inside baseball here and, and a little uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, but uh, when you're requesting help with something through uh, Blueberry, please include your login email to your Blueberry account. I don't need your password, but uh, definitely include you know your email account. Include your feed address. That'll tell me whether you're using WordPress PowerPress or if you're using the Blueberry feed that's uh, generated. It tells a lot of a lot of stuff about, you know, feed address, iTunes listing address, you know, if that's what you're asking about, or your website address, if that's what you're asking about. But the more information you give me in the initial contact, the better I can serve you. You know, it saves several emails back and forth and a lot of time in the forums to uh, answer your question. You know, Blueberry, unlike other platforms, leaves a lot of the setup up to you. So you own it. You know, we don't control your feed, so we can't fix it. You know, I get a lot of emails, my feed's broken, fix it. And that's all I get. I don't get what their show name is. I don't get what their account is, whether or not they're a hosting customer or whatever. They just tell me their feed's broke and I've got to ask three, four questions before I can understand their setup and then I can help them. But, you know, the more you give us the first time around, the quicker we can uh, troubleshoot the stuff. It's uh, it's it's amazing to me <laughs> sometimes that, uh, you know, people just think that we magically know everything about your setup. You know, Blueberry... Leaves a lot of that up to you. You know, it's not like Buzzsprout or uh, Block Talk Radio where, you know, all they need to know is your email address. And, you know, if you're using their system, you're using their system. You know, they've only got one system. Blueberry, it can be set up, you know, multiple different ways. So, like I said, more details, the better. The better. And, uh, by the way, if you're a paying customer of Blueberry, we do provide email support. Otherwise... If you're using the free products, you know, such as PowerPress, uh, the free statistics, uh, you've just got your show listed on Blueberry, you know, and any of the other free stuff, you know, we'll, we'll answer your question, but uh, please put it in the uh, forum because, uh, you know, that way we can answer it once and hopefully more people can see the answer to the question. So, you know, that's that's really it. We are working on the forum uh, right now. Uh, pretty soon it'll be required to have a uh, Blueberry account. That'll help a lot in uh, signing, you know, when you sign into a Blueberry account, hopefully you've put that information in your account and then I can go look that up or, you know, we can go look that up uh, on the support team 
and you know tell enough about what you're uh, doing there to to maybe help you out. So, and we're also working on the the contact form so that uh, we'll have a few required questions that need to be answered. And you know, a lot of the the stuff I'm talking about here isn't just good for a blueberry. It's glue, good for you know any online service that you're you know wanting tech support from. The more information you give the tech support people, the the better they can uh, assess your problem and and you know work on it for you. Uh, one of the pet peeves I have, and uh, this is just me, just me personally, not a uh, company policy by any stretch, but uh, uh, word of advice is if you try to uh, get tech support on something that you get free or even pay for, saying the, the words out as soon as possible doesn't sound so bad. Now, even typing it out in words doesn't sound too bad. But when you put ASAP in a support request, it looks like you're being very demanding. And a lot of people are, you know. But, you know, I don't really do this, but I know some that do, not at Blueberry, but I do know some in tech support and other companies that when ASAP shows up in a support request, it automatically puts the inquiry on a delay. So just be aware, there's a human at the other end of the email. In most cases, you know, if you email Apple support, you're going to get an automated response. But, you know, second time around, there's generally a human looking at it. So, you know, just be friendly. Uh, You know, a lot of the stuff isn't as user friendly as we'd like it to be. But don't be that guy that that acts like a a total a-hole to get uh, tech support. You know, uh, a lot of us are are trained and and just out of common sense. Don't take offense to that, but man, sometimes it's really hard not to. And also another way to get support at Blueberry, I forgot to mention this, is uh, through uh, social media. If you uh, get on any of the Google Plus or or, uh, Facebook podcast communities and or groups and or whatever it's called on the uh, social media network of choice, Chances are uh, somebody from Blueberry will see that and help you out. Uh, in fact, we just hired another person, Sean. So if you see Sean out there, he uh, he's going to be handling a lot of the uh, social media support. And that'll be kind of cool. And I'll be doing some too. And of course, Todd and Angelo and, and uh, the rest of the team there. And of course, we've got... Uh, the at Blueberry on Twitter. If, if you got a problem, you want to Twitter it, well, Twitter at Blueberry, no ease, and uh, somebody will uh, answer you eventually. I mean, sometimes it's not super quick, but, you know, the quickest way is get on the forums. Uh, we're all patrolling the, those forums uh, several times a day, and uh, we will get you taken care of over there. Blueberry.com is the digital media interface for everyone. Consumers, find great content and create a single RSS feed for all your favorite shows. Creators, post your show and get comprehensive stats and easy-to-read reports. Advertisers, access new markets via hundreds of available content channels that reach across all demographics. The Blueberry Network, online at BlueberryNoEase.com. And, of course, if you want to sign up for Blueberry Hosting or... Blueberry uh, Premium Statistics, 
use my code N-O-B-S, no BS, at checkout for a free month. That uh, helps you out by giving you a free month and helps me out by giving me a, a little commission. So uh, go check out Blueberry.com for all your uh, media hosting and statistics needs. And earlier in the podcast, I talked about the uh, Facebook pages with the uh, new subcategory podcast. And I finally started a Facebook page for the podcast help desk. That's at facebook.com slash podcast help desk. And while I'm at it, I might as well talk about Twitter. I also added a new Twitter account at podcast help desk. And I started a paper LI newspaper. That's over at podcasthelpdesk.com slash paper. And uh, it basically takes a bunch of uh, podcast luminaries who I'm following on the Podcast Help Desk Twitter. And any stories that they uh, relate will uh, show up in the paper there. It's kind of a neat thing, I guess. It's called the PhD Podcasting News. And uh, they can curate that a little bit. So I'll, uh, I'll be in there tweaking that. So I'll have, you know, just general podcast news and other stuff from podcast luminaries, podcast gurus, podcast companies, uh, all that good stuff over there. So check it out, podcasthelpdesk.com slash paper. And since I got that out of the way, uh, I'm going to say we didn't get a lot of uh, feedback this week. Uh, After the last few weeks, we've been uh, getting some pretty good feedback. So, hey, good time to send in your questions. I uh, usually answer them the the first uh, show after I receive them. Unless they come in the day of recording or or like one that just came in <laughs> that I'm not going to get to yet tonight. But, uh, uh, yeah, send in some uh, some feedback. That would be uh, awesome. So starting next week, I'm going to start a new series on this podcast called Podcasting from Scratch, and I'm going to put it towards the end of the show. I'm not going to start it this week, but I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, It's going to be just what it says, Podcasting from Scratch. I'm going to start you out, uh, you know, step one, step two, step three, step four, you know, I'm thinking eight, eight steps. Uh, I know Paul Culligan's got four steps, but uh, I'm more technical than he is uh, in, on my podcast than he is on his podcast, the podcast report. Anyway, uh, and I'm also going to pull that segment out and put it in its own little feed. So there'll be a five to 10 minute uh, f- podcast. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to call it yet. Uh, there'll be more uh, next week because I'll get that all worked out. But as you know, I've been uh, playing with post-type podcasting. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to add a new post type at podcasthelpdesk.com. That's, uh, I don't even know what that's going to be called, but uh, it's just going to be a, another blog, basically, that uh, you won't see if you come to the main site, other than you'll see it as a menu item. And then you'll click on that, and you'll see you know all the posts for that item. 
And while I'm doing that, I'm also going to make a, uh, a video series, a screencast. My uh, buddy Fred there will uh, be happy to hear that I did that, <laughs> that I'm doing that. But I'm going to do screencasts uh, in between the podcast episodes so that uh, we'll have, uh, you know, just kind of a, a general place that, you know, beginners can go to where, you know, because I know a lot of you that listen are uh, veteran podcasters or at least uh, beginners that have already started. But, you know, this will be a place where I can stick all the little starting, you know, stuff, you know, kind of a checklist, but in podcast form. So it'll have its own feed and you'll be able to subscribe to it. Uh, and I'll go in and change the episodes as technology changes. But it's probably just going to be, uh, you know, like I said, eight, maybe ten uh, episodes of the, uh, you know, just the segment in this podcast towards the end that's going to be just, uh, you know, how to, you know, and, you know, just purely uh, in the weeds, practical. Here's what you do, do step A, do step B, do step C. And hopefully uh, over time, that'll uh, evolve into a uh, kind of a free podcasting course. I know that's kind of all the rage, but, you know, why not? Uh, I'll throw my uh, hat in the ring and my two cents and my gravelly voice. <laughs> we'll, we'll get her done. Get to more people on the uh, podcast bandwagon, such as it is. So, as I said, we're a little light on content, and so as to not break my rule about uh, only podcasting enough of what you got content for, I'm going to cut this one off uh, pretty much right now. If you'd like to uh, support the show, of course, on the uh, right sidebar of podcasthelpdesk.com, there are some affiliate banners there, one for Bluehost, if you want your uh, web hosting and domain name. And there's one there for uh, Amazon. If you're going to go to Amazon and shop anyway, might as well uh, click there and then go shop at Amazon. And I'll get a little taste of the of the action there, and it won't cost you uh, any more. Of course, the uh, banner for the uh, Blueberry hosting and or, or not and or, but or statistics is there. And that'll help me out a great deal. By the way, the uh, bumper music this week was by uh, banjo man Todd Taylor. It's the uh, Guinness World Record fastest banjo player. And uh, I'll have a YouTube video in the show notes of him breaking the record. It's uh, quite amazing. He played both sides of of the uh, dueling banjos. There we go. I had to think of it. The dueling banjos. He played both sides of it at... Uh, I think 220 beats a minute. So it, uh, it sounds pretty wild. And of course, you know, most of Todd's music there is uh, fairly wild anyway. He brings a uh, banjo to rock and roll, blues, classical, and whatnot. And uh, he's also performed on the Grand Old Opry. And, and uh, he's just uh, all around a damn good banjo player. And I promise next week we'll uh, we'll throw something other than uh, banjo music in there, uh, you know, two weeks in a row. But, uh, hey, what can I say? Everybody have a uh, great week. And, uh, again, send in your feedback. 
Call the uh, feedback hotline uh, 231-421-4490 or use the uh, audio feedback banner on the site, button I guess, or uh, you can just send me an email at uh, podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com. And of course check out the uh, Twitter and the paper and the uh, the Facebook and uh, all that stuff. Let's, uh, Let's get this thing revved up. Catch me later. Thanks for listening to the Podcast Help Desk. If you would like Mike to answer your question on the show, email podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or better yet, record a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com. See you next time.